Listen. I'm listening. I love the both of you. I love, I love you. you oh my god. I, like, wow. My heart was hard and had a stone carapace and you just melted it. That's right. I can melt stone with my words. Welcome to Overwitch. It's a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch, and then we talk about some other video game. I'm your best friend, Joe. I'm your best friend, Terrence. And I'm your best friend, Ray. God, it feels good to be back in the saddle. There are no updates about Overwatch this week. Nothing is new. Except for the thing about Mercy. Oh, yeah. She has black hair now. Yeah. And a new job. Yeah. She's an assassin. (laughs) She's an assassin? Yeah. Yeah, she used to give life, now she takes it away. She <laughs> And that's she, actually she a voice trained. line. <laughs> I used to give life, now I take it away. With like yeah. no inflection. <laughs> you would think I would go to Widow or Moira, but nope. No. They they realized they didn't have enough edgy female characters, so they had no. to turn Mercy into one. So look out for the new Mercy I, skin. <laughs> I used to give life, now I take it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Why I, bother? Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut the lines in. I'm gonna cut the lines in. Ray, I mean, it sounds it sounds a lot like Ray saying them. Yeah, no, I, it's, that's really weird. Like I haven't been talking that much, so that is super odd. This one where she says she's bringing down hell on you, which is I yeah. Think Ray, you er, you asked me tits. earlier if uh, Moira would be good at DDR. I did. What do you think? Would you like the sponge or the sniper? That's another. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'll just. <laughs> um, I think Moira is super good at DDR, but she doesn't want anyone to know. Okay. So, so she has a DDR machine in her home. Yeah, I feel like she can only play on the like reinforced ones because her stomps are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And like there can't be anything in a ten foot radius of her, or she mm-hmm. will knock it around with her hands. Mm-hmm. And she also doesn't look at the screen; she's memorized the the step pattern. What's... So she yeah yeah. Her What's her oh, favorite yeah. song to do? <laughs> Sandstorm. I was about to say Free Bird. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I think it's I think it's Sugaru that like really the one that's like goes really fast and then just stops suddenly. It's like the expert one on one of those old DDR games. Was, I don't oh, know. Yeah, you guys one play that. I see. I see, Joe. You've played DDR. How many DDR games are there? You guys helped me realize there's a Mario DDR game, which is just super mm-hmm. mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me. Like, what songs could well, it be? Waluigi is the bad guy in that one because he wow. has long legs. Oh, so he's better than you. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Are Waluigi yeah. and Moira the same? No. I've never seen them in the same room. They were the same until oh. they were split. <laughs> Which one is the good? Which one is the good twin? There's no good. There isn't one. There's no there isn't one. They're There's... both evil twins. Not, not all people have to be good. Moira was less evil. She tried good. Maybe Moira was the good one, but she tried good for a little uh... bit and she said, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm done. 
Um, that's I'm why out. she has a heel orb. She's like, mm-hmm. I tried, but now that's why she had those tried. boss nails. She was all about it. Well, I'm done talking about this. Let's go infiltrate the Federal Bureau of Control. Okay. Let's do it. And by infiltrate, I mean walk inside. Yeah, walk inside casually. We're here! Whoa. Hey. It's really empty. It's kind of scary looking. What is this place? I'm glad you're both here. And they're gone. I'm alone now. Okay, so... <laughs> hmm, alright. So, I gotta... Are you okay? Joe? Uh, Joe, is that you? I think he's trapped. Is he in this loot box? No. <laughs> too early for <laughs> too early, I know. But I had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, we're here. And it's creepy. And it's like an office building. Control. Control is a story-driven video game about a psychic chick who (laughs) gains random access into this building that she's been looking for her whole life by an organization who stole her little brother, and there's a lot of things going on. That sounds about right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so Jesse Faden infiltrates the Federal Bureau of Control, which she has been looking for since her little brother dylan went missing 17 years Mm -hmm. ago 17 years ago she also has some other entity with her which she calls polaris and she talks to in her mind which guides her and the federal bureau of control is like it's an organization that the building like moves around and shifts kind of like hogwarts and it like makes itself disappear and basically they are in the business of collecting supernatural items and uh handling supernatural events that happen around in the world and then spreading disinformation to make sure that people don't know that there is weird shit in the world because Mm -hmm. The, like when people think about weird shit and the collective subconscious knows more about it, those things happen more often and are more dangerous and yada yada. Yeah, kind of like, uh, oh man, okay. And now they, okay, yeah, I have a lot to say yeah. all of a sudden, it's weird. Um, <laughs> Go for so it. So they collect uh, objects of power and altered, mm-hmm. items, altered items and these items grant powers to the people that they touch and uh jesse is able to interact with them and use them somehow um and it's it's just it just kind of it's just kind of got that weird like a lot of weird stuff happens and you just take it in stride as the as the game goes along um that's that's control so yeah oh and it's a yeah it's a single player like it's a single player walk through levels and shoot people game. Uh-huh. I, I, would, mm-hmm. I would call it a interactive narrative for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Control uh, is definitely one of those games where I'm like, man, if that was a movie, I'd be all about it. But mm-hmm. it does a really good job of uh, being a video game as well, which these video games tend not to do. So that's pretty cool. I did I did enjoy the experience of actually playing it. Um Control, uh, for me, I'm just going to get into my experience, if that's all right with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, it was, um, I had no idea what to expect. I just heard Psychic Chick and Weird Building. So, I'm playing this game, 
they do a lot of things that like really good movies are good at doing as in mm-hmm. uh, borrowing all aspects of the environment to create an atmosphere that is reasonable but not you know uh you know if they if they wanted it to come off as a horror game you you, you could tell but it does a good job of staying super creepy without yeah. pretending mm-hmm. to be a horror game which is awesome yeah um yep. the uh i go so you start off by walking to this building and you hear jesse talk about basically the concept of what joe was explaining how um uh how we we all think we know what's going on and we all just accept the picture that we're giving that we're shown and things start to slip out of the cracks and you start to notice things and you try not to notice it and it was taking me a really long time to understand her analogy but i mean it it makes a lot of sense now that joe explained it thank you (laughs) um (laughs) and so uh, you go into this building that she's been searching for and the way the game works which i do like story games that are like this is you get bits and pieces of the story throughout the game um you get bits of the past you get bits of like what she's doing now you get bits of uh mainly the past because that's really what's important um uh through collecting files that if you read them you you just get some really creepy like background ideas Mm -hmm. of like what could possibly be going on in this place and where it all went wrong and you also get uh some information about the people that they talk about and you don't um you 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 really wouldn't notice uh by the way listeners if you play the game definitely read those they're really interesting and they aren't they aren't very long there's a lot of them i will admit but i mean yeah it's like just just do it because then you'll find something you'll be like oh that's really cool um Mm -hmm. she uh so you go into this place and there's nobody around so, like, there's no security, but you can tell that there's security, like, checkpoints and whatnot. Um, and all you do is see a creepy janitor who is obviously disconnected from uh, the obvious uh, things that are happening. So, it's definitely playing on this, like, you are alone. This is creepy role. Um, and I'll get into it later, but for in my opinion, uh, Jesse doesn't really... I guess when I know more about her, I'll understand why, but she doesn't play, like like this environment triggers her at all which i really want to know more about uh yeah that's one thing i really like about it and ray mentioned this to me when we were kind of talking about it a little bit is that she like weird stuff starts happening and she just completely rolls with it yeah she is not phased at all um she has she is on a mission and as things start to unfold like she takes that new information and uses it but she like internally she kind of freaks out a little bit but never never out loud does she admit to being scared or um nervous about anything yeah uh she you get to you get to hear a lot about what she's thinking even when she's interacting with other characters which i love Mm -hmm. and you and she flat out says what decision she's going to make about how she's going to respond to the character and it all seems to be very um relatable uh, a lot yeah. of the, her reactions to the people, if anything, seems to be relatable, which is pretty cool. It, it was weird thinking about, like, h- how many lines of dialogue are her, like, thinking to herself. Yeah, but uh-huh. when you also start to realize that she's not just thinking that to herself, but also thinking it to Polaris, this yeah. other entity that's in her head, um, it makes a little bit more sense. And it's, it's, it is, it's, it's interesting, for sure. And uh, with these dark games that tend to play on that, I'm pretty easily spooked out. So this game did spook me out a lot. I mean, even mm-hmm. there's a, a couple of areas where there are just a bunch of lights on, and they they do a lot with the lights for sure. It, it makes yeah. me feel like mm-hmm. like whoever created uh, the look of this game 
spent a lot of time on it and they weren't trying to give us nothing they were like it feels like mm-hmm. they really wanted us to have a, a, an amazing experience which really got to me even if even though i was like really scared and really slugging the whole game because it's like it's creepy and mm-hmm. i i don't do too well with creepiness so that was my initial experience ray what did you think i really like this game I really enjoy the creepy aspect of it. I enjoy the characters. You both mentioned how Jesse walks in and isn't heavily affected by the paranormal stuff that's happening. It's because she's been searching for this her whole life, ever since her brother disappeared. And she finally found her proof that it exists. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's creepy, but like, this is what she wanted. And of course, she ends up in a it's in the middle of a crisis for the FPC, but and she ends up doing things for them. I don't know how many spoilers we're doing. We've already yeah, spoiled I mean, a few things. I we've never really shied away from spoilers on this show. Okay. Um, we haven't beaten the game. Yeah. We, Ray yeah. and I are about a dozen hours in each. Definitely not that far. Um and. I was looking it up. It's. It, I thought it was like ten to fifteen hours to beat, but that's if you like just mainline the story. It's more like twenty to twenty-five hours, maybe thirty. So I'm probably not even quite halfway through the game. Uh, I've just kind of gotten to where it opens up a little bit, and I don't. I don't intend on holding back too much about what I know about it so far because it's important to some of the things that I want to talk about. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's the trouble I was having. So. Um, so she comes into the FBC and becomes the director, which means Mm -hmm. she's the head of this department now because supernatural things work that way. And you get a gun and I think, oh man, now I have a gun. It's, it's, it's a gun game. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they do some very interesting things with the gun and like Terrence mentioned, you gain supernatural powers and it quickly... And quickly I realized, oh, this is the actual game. Is is The gun is there for damage, but you have other things you can do to fight back against the Hiss, who are the enemy that we don't know much about still. Do you want to explain uh, the concept of the Hiss so far? It's some kind of invading spirit that possesses people in the Bureau and is fighting against Jesse as them. Mm-hmm. But the building is in lockdown right now, so the it's 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 contained. contained. Yeah, and there are some people in the bureau that have not been infected because they had precautionary measures. Right. Yeah. It kind of. I just wanted to say it kind of reminds me a lot of Dead Space. The concept of mm-hmm. uh, like mm. this. There's so many. I yeah. There, it, it reminds me of Bioshock, Uncharted, okay. The Last mm-hmm. of Us, like. Gears of War to some extent with the like finding collectibles and little bits of story. You're both oh, yeah. naming off AAA games, but there's a lot of love that went into this game that doesn't make uh-huh. me think it's AAA, which is refreshing. Yeah. But then again, I don't play a lot of AAA games for that reason. But this to one, me, a lot of it felt disappointingly familiar. I'm so sorry. Well, we'll get to I, that I mean, later. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I, I have very mixed feelings about it. Don't get me like I really like a lot of things about it. So please continue, Ray. With the beginning scenes, you meet the janitor Ati, who is a wonderful character, and I you really have to pay attention to this game and what's going on 
because she Jesse has this monologue about how things are behind you know, there's actually things happening behind the painting or wallpaper or whatever but you're shown a picture and you meet Ati and then you turn a corner and this is what really got me is you're back in the main lobby but there's an elevator now yeah and that really messed me up and I thought oh this game's I need to pay attention to this yeah. game because that that elevator was not there. Mm-hmm. And I had to think twice on whether or not it was there or not. <laughs> when I when I came out after speaking to Asi the first time, I went back through the hallway. I did and too. It's, and it's blocked off. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't go back the way you came in. So you go back into the lobby, but it's configured a little bit differently and the elevator is there now. Yeah. And that's when you start to feel like this weird like is this building trying to kill me? Is this building hostile? Like the building is as much a, as much of a character as anybody else in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time you get the feeling that there's thing like there's things going on that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. But Jesse like is pursuing that, even though I didn't want to. Yeah, it makes my yeah. heart sink. Like even you just reliving that, it's just like a uh, like a dread moment. Like, oh, yeah. I'm here, and now I, I and now I'm here. So speaking of dread, that's something that I I really do love is the, the hiss. They possess like agents with guns or whatever, which honestly was kind of disappointing because it's mm-hmm. setting up to be this really weird thing, and then it's just like you have a gun and you shoot men with guns, and it's like okay, like uh, they, they could have mm-hmm. been tentacle monsters or something, and they get a little bit weirder later on, but it's. Whatever. Regardless. What I do like is that in a lot of rooms where the hiss is present, there are agents that are just suspended in the air and they're not moving. They're not a threat. They don't they don't do anything. They don't hurt you. But if you're close to them, you hear this chanting, you hear this, you hear the hiss and you have the option of shooting them down. Um, it doesn't get you anything, doesn't help you in any way, but I find myself clearing the room of these agents, like, taking the time to, to shoot them down just because I don't want to be, like, they're that unsettling to have that droning in the background. And I, like, that, the way that they establish tone like that is, I, I think that says a lot to how strongly they they do establish that tone. Mm-hmm. I was doing that, and then I kept dying, and they just kept coming back, and I'm like, I just need to ignore this, because I'm bad at shooters. <laughs> I don't do it all the time, but yeah. No, I yeah. die a lot in this game. It's tough, and I did not see a difficulty setting. Nope. Yeah. No, me it's either. just a tough game. Oh, that's so creepy. It's so creepy. It's so creepy, but I love it, because... The creepy factor doesn't come from the fact that there's a creepy thing. It's just that's how things are. And there's a bunch of supernatural items here. So, yes, of course, weird things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. And you don't meet characters until you dive deeper. And so it it, it gives you this expectation that you're going to be here alone for the most part. And when you finally meet people, it's a sigh of relief, but it doesn't help alleviate the fact that everything is scary still yeah yeah i do like that there are people in this game it's not quite like bioshock where everyone is dead and you find all you find is audio logs or whatever like 
Um, you 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 find a lot of videos. They feel a lot like the Dharma videos from uh, from Lost, uh, like or or like you're going through Abstergo from Assassin's Creed or Aperture from Portal. Any of these mega corporations, but I do feel like the Federal Bureau of Control, interestingly, doesn't doesn't feel like malicious. They don't. No. Like, they, none of their correspondence is like evil or it's very bureaucratic it's very like Mm -hmm. very like workplace (laughs) if there is such a thing as a federal bureau of control in this country that controls altered items and supernatural uh, items i feel like they really nailed how that Uh place would look yes Mm -hmm. yeah but uh i mean before we go farther into that 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 creepy creepy building i just want to open up this uh thing i found here on the floor Whoa! Oh wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! You don't want me to open it? Make sure, make sure that it's safe. Make sure that it's not an object of power. I'm gonna be over here. Yeah. Okay. And you can open it. Give me a second. I'm just gonna rub it a little bit. Huh? Kachunk. <gasps> Whoa! Weird. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, hey! There's nice things in here, like uh, uh this. That is a relief. Yeah, no, it, it is really nice. Um, we got mock footage here. Pretty excited about that. Wasn't expecting to see this. Isn't mock footage a podcast on the Lunar Light Studio Network? Mock footage. We all have that friend who has somehow never seen any movies. And if you don't, then you probably are that friend, Ray. Either way, mock footage is for you. Every Thursday, Ray invents a plot summary for a movie he's never seen. And Joe makes sh- Joe his friend makes sure he doesn't miss any important details. It's 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 a weird one, folks. I can tell you because I'm in it. <laughs> but uh, it the 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 real concept of it is that uh, we share fun media with your closest friends because yeah. rather than uh, shaming people for not seeing a piece of media, you should be excited that you get to share it with them for the first time, and that's uh-huh. kind of what we're going for. Earlier today, on the day of recording this episode of Overwitch, Ray and I watched Beetlejuice with Mars, and I was so excited to have Ray watch oh, Beetlejuice man. because it's such that's a, a good roller coaster. Movie. It's very good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's mock footage. You can find it on LunarLightStudio.com or wherever else you might find Podcaster three or five. Every Thursday, twelve. I said that. Okay. <laughs> Every Thursday. But you guys both have to say it because you're both on the podcast. Let's both say it at the same time, Joe. Okay, three, Every, two, one. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm all about uh, <laughs> morale and positive support, but that was awful. <laughs> so this this makes a lot more sense to be found in this creepy, creepy building. We also have Netflix and Kill here. What's that oh. like? Netflix and Kill, I know what that is. That's another podcast about movies. The key difference, I think, between Netflix and Kill and mock footage is that on Netflix and Kill, the hosts know what the hell they're talking about. (laughs) Um, It's hosted by Kyla and Marty, and they talk about spooky movies, horror movies, specifically usually found on Netflix. Um, And Netflix has a rotating cast, but if you keep up with the show, you can watch the movies with them. I found a lot of cool new movies by listening to Netflix and Kill, and I've also found a new, like, interest in horror movies that I didn't have before I started listening. It's a really great show. It's a good time. Uh, They are available on Lunar Light Studio every other 
Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Every Tuesday, the Lord's Day. Every other, every other Tuesday. <laughs> every other Tuesday. With Kai and Marty, <sighs> Netflix and Kill. Go watch it. Listen to it. <laughs> so who's gonna um, bind themselves to this loot box of power? Uh, I'm not. Kachunk. Joe, what power did you gain? I gained the power of love magic. Doing advertisements. Kind of shitting on control a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah. No, give me that box. I'm going to go put it in a safe place. It's hard for me not to compare this game. I don't think that I shouldn't have to. uh, To compare this game to other similar shooters. Um, it's, It's a game where you have a gun and you have psionic powers. And those are your two main resources and they charge on separate trackers. So the idea is that you're kind of swapping between doing gun damage and being and doing psychic powers. And then there are certain enemies that you like need to throw stuff at. And you need to use your psychic powers on them. And there are certain enemies that are more susceptible to gun damage. And the way the gun works is super cool. There's no ammo there's no like there's a there's a recharge rate so if you shoot too much too fast you have to recharge the gun you have to Mm -hmm. let the ammunition restore but you don't have to like pick up ammo and reload your clips or any of that garbage it's very simplified and you can unlock different forms of the gun you can unlock new psychic powers as you go through the story and the gameplay of it feels not bad it also feels not good sometimes because the enemies kind of just spawn wherever. They can spawn behind you. It's really tough to keep an eye on them. And it's it's tough. Like, it's a hard game. There's not a difficulty setting, and the load times are kind of bad. Yes, they are. And I find myself running into the load time a lot because I don't die a whole lot, but I fast travel, you know, like, the the... Areas are small enough that you don't spend a ton of time in them. Uh, and that's kind of my biggest bummer about this game is that a lot of time that I have it on, I'm not playing it. I'm either loading or I'm reading a file or listening to a video file or something like that. And it like the gameplay is cool, but I just don't feel like I do enough of it. Um, okay. And that's, that's, that's kind of my biggest qualm you mention how you like i'm sorry i gotta i gotta get through this you mentioned how you like how the extra lore comes in through little snippets and clippings and things like that and i like that too generally speaking but there's so much of it in this game and it is all cool it is all good like it i feel like you're doing a disservice to the game if you don't read any of it Uh but it's it's so dense and I, I I kept when I was playing this game I kept wishing I was playing Last of Us instead. The Last of Us there's items like this you pick up you can read them if you want. If you pick them up the characters have a little conversation about it. Uh-huh. Um they're like, "Oh wow, that that's weird." And there's like five or six things per level. The levels are bigger. It's on rails. And I think this game would really benefit from being on rails. It's too open. There's a level up system. There's a crafting system. There's like, 
like submissions and daily goals and things like that. And the game is too short and the narrative is too focused for any of that extra stuff okay. to make sense. It's bloated. That. And that that's my piece. I want to I wanna piggyback off of that a little bit because um, I agree. Like I said right at the beginning when we started talking about this, like if this was a movie, it would be so cool to watch. Like I would really like to just see how it unraveled, what kind of creepy stuff they can do with it. They also do a lot of things that movie does. The cinematography is really cool. The little video bits, how it's like goes into live action sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love that so much. And I never imagined that I would love it as much as I did in this game. But it also like... It also kept uh, encompassing that creepy aspect. Like, I don't even know why that was creepy to me, but it was, you know? Uh, Finding, like, real files that look like they're actually, um, you know, that a company might have these things. Um, I I really do like what they did with uh, trying to uh, focus on this this aesthetic. After you started explaining yourself a bit, I do understand where you're coming from, but I want to challenge the whole... uh, too bloated idea because the game is short i'd like to think of it as a game that you would play about an hour a day like like episodes like you wanna Mm -hmm. like in this episode this stuff happened like and that's what i mean uh this video game uh it does video games better than most video games that are more story driven like this but it it doesn't it's still not video game esque you know like it doesn't they try to with all these like different things that you would find in video games it doesn't work but and and I understand they wanted it to be like just in case people are like I don't want to just read a story they also have these things to kind of make you feel like okay I am playing a game there's a reason why I have the controller in my hand mm-hmm. which you know could be easy to put people in that scenario where it's like. You don't actually have to play this game. Go find a video of it, you know? Yeah. The, well, I mean, the reason that you play this game and you want to have the controller in your hand is because the telekinesis power is so much fun. It is fun. The The environment destruction is so cool. And, it like, it doesn't get old. It's, it's very good. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, I, I wish it was a little bit more focused. They... I find myself getting lost in the sauce very easily with with the submissions and the the timed goals and things like this and it doesn't feel good and as a counterpoint one of the coolest things that I felt as like a piece of background lore in the game was not a collectible that I picked up um, so when you, when you, when Jesse like goes to the tutor- tutorial or whatever, she finds the old director trench dead and she picks up the service weapon, which apparently makes her the new director and everyone's just like fine with this and it's weird and it's cool. Um, a little bit later into the game, when you have a, enough of a clearance level, you can open up a little side room with a treasure chest in it. And on the wall, there's a picture of Jesse, like with the American flag behind her, like oh. like her director picture. But it was like already there on the wall, yeah. uh, like she was already mm-hmm. the director. And that's weird and unexplained. There's not a piece of like, there's not a, a letter about it. And it was just one little picture that I passed by, and I got an, a bunch of lore without going into a menu. Okay, now I'm now. Also, the game's very dark, and they need a flashlight, and it wouldn't make it less scary if there was a flashlight. You could just see shit better. That's it. 
I disagree with a lot of what Joe said. Oh, man. All right. Let's hear it. Please. I want you to defend this game because I really like it. <laughs> I've never played The Last of Us, so that might be uh, affecting my experience with this game, which I like very much. Um, I like... The game to me is two things. It's the telekinesis and yeah. the and picking up the lore dumps. Um, I know you don't like it, Joe, but I like the fact that you can walk around and just see files and just ask Jesse, pick it up and read it and be like, huh, that's weird. That's interesting. Oh, I'm going to run into a sludge monster in the next 10 seconds. That's great. Yeah. <sighs> because a lot of the lore tells you what's coming yes but you don't exactly know what's about to happen it just gives you a little taste i like that i wish i wish it was more condensed like i I don't there were less files and the the i wish that jesse was aware of the lore that she picked up i don't think that's an impossible ask that's fair i i am happy with the amount of lore that's there because it makes sense for a bureau to have all this paperwork that's fair um, and all these files, and I like going through and learning about what the Bureau has been going through and learning about the characters that we hear yeah. about before we meet them and what they're up to, like Darling. Some of them get real stressed in those uh, paperworks. <laughs> Obviously, Darling is a major character, but we don't see him. But there's the, the reports that he's running, his assistants that are making reports for him, his and there's the... And his video clips, his adorable video clips, I love him <laughs> so much. He's mm-hmm. such a nerd. But it makes the the Bureau feel real. Yes. Because there aren't people there because they're in a crisis. Mm-hmm. But there's remnants of this, this is a real thing. People have been here. People have done things. And you can see that with the environment too. So even if you don't pick up every single piece of lore, you can see... Like, this is what they're working on over here, and this is what they're doing over here. You don't need that extra stuff, but it heavily heightens your experience if that's what you want, and that's exactly what I wanted from this game. Yeah. Also, it helps me, because I'm bad at shooters, it helps me break up just plain shooting with reading details that I am interested in, because I like the paranormal. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I'm glad the balance hits you better because to me it feels like it's like three minutes of shooting if you win the fight and don't die. Otherwise, it's like six or ten minutes of shooting, and then it's like ten to fifteen minutes of exploring a room. And also, all the rooms are very samey, which is not necessarily bad because it's supposed to be federal mm-hmm. and bureaucratic. But it can be hard to get a grasp on the map and where you are exactly and it can be hard to explore which makes finding the lore all that much more difficult i didn't have that problem with this game i have that problem with a lot of games of getting confused on the map but i think the areas are small enough Mm -hmm. and i know everything looks the same but it feels distinct each area feels distinct to me yeah yeah um so i don't get turned around as often there's a couple spots where that happens. And this game is dark, but not all of the levels are dark. There are areas that are lit, brightly lit, and there's still enemies coming at you. And it's and it's stressful and anxiety-ridden. And then you throw a giant tree at them, and it's fine. <laughs> I just remember like going into a bathroom or something, and it was pitch black. 
could not see a thing in there. And there was like a piece of lore in there or a treasure chest or something. And the only reason I knew it was there is because like the little HUD element came up for me to press square on. And that, mm-hmm. that bugs me. See, but you know what, you know, this is a little tag, a tag on what you said, but it's like one of my favorite things about the game. So you go into a bathroom and there's no mirror. Thank the Lord. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I, I, I don't, I'm not able to deal with mirrors in like a creepy video game where you're able to see behind you. I, it's they not... do do creepy stuff with mirrors like all the time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's probably going to be a whole level dedicated to mirrors. Please no. Please no. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense for the bureau to do that unless yeah, there's an object yeah. of power related to mirrors somehow. Well, oh my gosh, that would be awful for me. Um, here is something I also really like: is how the game implements tutorials for by you by taking you to another dimension, by taking you to the astral plane, and the board who oversees things yeah. challenges you to learn how to use your next power. Um, that way you get a good grasp, and it's an in-game explanation. It's not just, you're here, and you have to learn how to to to, to dodge now. It's, it, yeah. they, they put you in with some enemy constructs, and you have to dodge things and figure out the mechanics of your new abilities. I will give them props for that. Every aspect of the game... Uh, the character openly discussed. There is no like, oh, well, it's just a video game. Let's not talk about it. There's no somebody telling you to press the X button. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I do, I will give them credit for that because even when I felt like it was going to be just, oh, I, I guess it's a video game. They, they definitely brought it up and explained it. And she mm-hmm. like thought about it in her head, which is uh, well, pretty cool. And it's funny that you say that too, because the board is a really interesting character uh-huh. in that mm-hmm. they, Whenever they're speaking, they uh, like will all almost all nouns will have like multiple definitions. Like they'll talk about the objects of power, and they're they're binding to Jesse. They'll say like, "This is your gift slash responsibility slash burden." And it's like all of those are correct yeah. in different ways, and mm-hmm. they also sometimes re- refer to Jesse's adventure as a game. Yeah, like this is your your mission slash game or whatever like that, which is very fun as well. I, I, and I wasn't into it at first. I wasn't into them saying control every three seconds at first. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, again, it's the lore and the tone are so good, and it just gets bogged down sometimes for me. All right, I I I like it for those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I love that. So I mean, I guess like. When I ask this question, it's probably going to be... I, I guess there's a kind of a guess on what you guys might think, but you guys could always prove me wrong. So uh, do you guys have any intentions on playing this game after this episode releases? I'll answer first to cut the suspense. My answer is probably, but I'm not happy about it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm deep enough into it. I want to see how the story ends, and I want to I see what happens. Okay. It has the same compelling storytelling feeling of Twin Peaks. If you don't know about video games, but you know about Twin Peaks, this is a game that you will like probably. As long as you can get a handle on the controls. And it is tough. It's it's hard. It is a toughie. Uh, but <laughs> I will probably finish it off. I don't know if I'm going to play it again, though. I, I don't know that I, I'm going to want to like go back and, and play this game again. And yeah. 
that's that's something that I do commonly do with with these single player or with these these like narrative shooters. Do you, do you think it's better than uh the the two boys the story the Gears of War way out uh, way, way out, out. Way out. <laughs> Yes, it's better than a way out. I'll take it. It's it's much better than that. I'm never going to play that again. Um, I am going to definitely play this game, and I'm going to finish it. But I'm not going to finish it because I want to see what happens. I really don't care about what happens, although I do care a lot about the characters. I'm going to keep playing it to learn more about the oldest house in the world that they created. Yeah, I think that... that probably sums up more what i mean as well mm-hmm. so yes i will i will be playing this game a lot i really enjoy this game i like this game <laughs> Terrence, game are you good play it some more i'm not for two reasons uh a i don't want to be the one with a controller i i will enjoy this a lot more with the ability to keep at a safe distance like mm-hmm. I said, with scary video uh, games, I get really uh, I feel I feel the anxiety of being in the building, which yeah. is a lot for me to handle. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, say what you want; it's it's the truth about me. I'm not even trying to make a joke; it just happens. I can't yeah. control that. Um, no, I I I feel I'm like that. I don't like scary games, but this is a different scary yeah. for yeah. me. It isn't and, the spookiest, but I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, totally. And the second reason is just because um, it doesn't. The story, okay, so as much as I like everything they've done with the game so far, I don't find the story interesting. I don't find the, yeah. the idea that she's searching for her little brother that she hasn't seen yeah. in 17 years interesting. I, I find the elements that, that build up to the scenario super interesting, mm-hmm. but that direct like involvement in the story doesn't doesn't. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. Her motives are completely boring. I'm under the impression that it's... It's gonna be different than that. It's gonna be yeah, more I'm than sure. That. Well, yeah, because they put too much work in this game. They put way too much. You can tell. I, I think that Dylan maybe never existed, and that oh, like man. Polaris is like telling her lies or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I want to know more about Polaris. I'm I'm interested to see where that goes, and I wanted to finish the game before we recorded to be, be, so that I could have a more complete answer. But I got too bogged down in it, and I have like more free time right now than I'll ever have, and I'm still like not looking forward to, to playing more of this game i want to but like it's it's just it feels like such a chore oh that's never good i will gladly i'm probably gonna cut all of that i'm gonna cut all of that i'm sorry i'm i'm just tired now you're you, fine you you'll 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 get something out of it i'm sure you have your feelings it's okay you're valid joe yeah i'm you, so you... glad you disagree with me ray i I'm so glad you like this game. It, I really enjoy this game. I want to clean. I want to be the janitor to clean up the hiss mess. What if Polaris is the leader of the hiss? <laughs> Maybe you don't. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, well, Polaris could be a member of the board. Polaris could be Trench. Oh, that would be weird. Polaris could be a completely third entity that we don't need to know about. Yeah. And honestly, Polaris being a member of the Hiss or the leader of the Hiss makes a lot of sense because Jesse doesn't need an HRA. She doesn't need one of those things. Yeah. And in one of the reports, uh, one of the head researchers mentions how she thinks that it's possible that Jesse is already infected by the Hiss, but has kind of dismissed that theory because Jesse doesn't act like anyone, anything else that's infected by the Hiss. She's mm-hmm. shooting people in the head. Well, yeah, she is, but she like 
can have a conversation with people and she's <laughs> yeah. like helping people she she acts like a person but maybe polaris is the hiss i don't know i want to know i'm yeah curious. we don't we don't know actually we will never know because apparently nobody's finishing this game so <laughs> i'm gonna finish this game i am too and i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm gonna have nightmares yeah that's what i'm afraid of and isn't it weird like my brain cannot like dis disassociate when it comes to scary scenarios, like no, I'm this, with you. This scenario is not like the enemies. I've never seen such like harmless horror movie enemies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're very but at the same horrible. time, it's not even them that's making it so creepy to me. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's the environment. It's <laughs> absolutely the environment. It's people hanging in the air. That's so creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, that I was just was... walking in a room, turn up, and I'm like, <gasps> that when that first happened. Well, when you first get. The sidearm, and you get a gun, I'm like, I'm safe, but uh, I have a gun. And then you walk outside, and I'm like, oh, no! I'm not safe. I'm not gun safe. in any video game definitely means that's where you stop being safe, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a weapon, that means you need a I was really expecting, like, during that first scene, when the building starts folding in on you, and it feels very much, like, on rails, because it is in the very beginning, uh-huh. I was like, I like where this game is going. Yeah. Am I going to get a weird yeah. sword? Are there going to be, like, tentacle aliens? Like, what's going to what's gonna <laughs> happen? Maybe there's not shooting at all, like Subnautica. Like, maybe it's you have to, like, evade detection or something like that. I don't know. Um, and then it's just, it's gun and men, which is, it's fine. It's, it's a good gun and it's, it's fun to throw rocks at them. It's fun to throw rocks at them. It's very good to throw rocks. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've gotten better at shooting with a controller now. Hey, yeah. Now, now you can do it. I'm here. Pro gamer. This is a bad time to mention that I started playing uh, Overwatch on the PS4. Yeah. It would never be a good time for you to mention that. <laughs> some people play overwatch with a controller joe it's okay yeah but i don't want terrence to play on the ps4 because i want him to play with us we're your friends if you want to play with a controller i don't care just do it with us <laughs> are we done i think uh, we're done. i think i think that's how the cookie crumbles you guys heard it here first get that game play it or don't it's really an experience that you have to decide for yourself honestly uh-huh. yeah you are in control. You are you are in control. I don't think you'll wish that you didn't buy it. If you like weird stuff and spooky paranormal stuff, you will like this game. You, like you you will like it enough to want to play it. Mhm. I feel compelled to play it uh despite all my qualms with it. And I I am I'm going to enjoy seeing where the story goes. So, what game are we doing next time? Next time we're going to be doing Dragon Age Inquisition, the beloved fantasy RPG, mm-hmm. and that's all I know about it. I think it might be the third installment of the Dragon Age games. It's Probably. A, yeah. I got Dragon Age Inquisition with my PS4, which I got in 2015, and I've never played it. If the time has come. The time has come. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. If you would like to suggest a game for us to play, you can reach out to us on Twitter at OverwitchCast or send an email to OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of Control because I'm still out. The jury's still out for me. I like talking about this game a lot. <laughs> I want to know what you think. I think that's a win. Uh, I think that's a win for me. If, if, 
you like talking about the game. Yeah, it's 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 interesting enough to me that I I want to know I want to know more about what everyone thinks about it. So please please uh, let me know. Uh, send us a tweet. Send us an email and tell us what game we should do next. And thank yeah, you. Um, what, next week's Overwatch challenge. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> next week's Overwatch yeah. challenge is. Be as divisive as we were this week with yeah. this game. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us. We're we're gaming podcast, and we live we live here, and it's nice. That's all. Thanks for letting us use the TV. Thank, thank yeah, you for letting for sure. us use the TV. Thank for, you for not standing in front of the TV while we're watching it. Oh my god, I hate that. Thank you. Uh, thank right? you for being. <laughs> thank you for sitting family. on the couch and just hanging out and playing games with us, Lunar Light. Thank you, Lunar Light. Thank you, Thank you for giving us food and water, Lunar Light. Thank you for my life, Lunar Light. Thank you, Lunar Light, for my life. <laughs> no, really, Lunar Light Studio is great. Go listen to all the podcasts. And thank you, listener, for enjoying your time here. Or maybe you didn't enjoy your time here and you just feel compelled to listen like I do. Uh, feel that <laughs> way about control. So. Well, shoot. <laughs> Joe's been taken by the hiss. Regardless, we appreciate your presence. And uh, we look forward to here talking to you the next time. Wow. This has been over, Witch. <laughs> but tonight, until next time, stay gamer. Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Welcome to the ad firm of Parker, Lennox, and Rose. Our job is to take your brand and bring it to the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist. None of us have studied advertising. In fact, we don't know anything about business at all. The one thing we do know is how to make your product a viral failure. Coke is just better than Dr. Pepper because... Coke did not... Dr. Pepper already did their own advertising by having an actual advertisement where the slogan was, it's not for women. (laughs) (laughs) This is Badvertising. Brought to you by Lunar Light Studio every other Monday. Available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.